Thank you for joining Resurrection Lutheran Church this Sunday morning, giving praise with us for God's blessings of music, prayer, and scripture. I, Pastor Karen Perkins, will be sharing a message of grace, forgiveness, and hope. All of the worship leaders welcome you. Hallelujah! Christ is risen. Christ is risen indeed. Hallelujah. Hallelujah! Christ is risen. Christ is risen indeed. Hallelujah. Hallelujah! Christ is risen. Christ is risen indeed. Hallelujah. Blessed be the Holy Trinity, one God, by whose hand we are given new birth, by whose speaking we are given new life. The Lord be with you. And also with you. Let us pray. O God, your Son makes himself known to all his disciples in the breaking of bread. Open the eyes of our faith that we may see him in his redeeming work, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Amen.
Now it's time for our children's message. I'm going to be doing a lot of describing because this message is very visual and I was expecting to have at least Victoria here to describe things to those who may listen to this on the radio. Can everybody kind of see what's in this photo? If you're too far in the back, I will describe it. There's Jesus sitting with a man and a woman. They're eating bread and fish, it looks like. Oh, no, maybe it's just wine and fish. And then I didn't even have this visual until I got here, but again, we see fish and bread. Now, in art, fish is the symbol for Christ. Does anybody know why? Very interesting fact. In Greek, the letters that spell, so if you put all the first letters that uh, say Jesus Christ, God's Son, Savior, it spells fish in Greek. And then another picture we have is about, on this page is a very nice image of everybody surrounding the communion and the water. And that's kind of like what we see here on Sundays, having the water and the altar with the communion. We are all connected to Christ through his resurrection, through fish, which is very ample here in Southeast Alaska, that imagery of Jesus Christ, our savior through the water of baptism and through communion. And we see that in person when we're here or we see it in images and art. And I just wanted to think about that today. Let us pray. Dear God, thank you so much for your son and for his sacrifice. Thank you for the images we have that bring him to our hearts and to our minds. Amen. I'd also like to point out that I am also still celebrating Easter intentionally and wearing my Easter socks. Let us together welcome the gospel. gospel today is from Luke chapter 24. You may be seated. The colorful story of Jesus' appearance to two disciples on the road to Emmaus answers the question of how Jesus is to be recognized among us. Here he's revealed through the scriptures and the breaking of the bread. The holy gospel according to St. Luke, the 24th chapter. Glory to you, Lord. Now on that same day, When Jesus had appeared to Mary Magdalene, 
two disciples were going to a village called Emmaus, about seven miles from Jerusalem, and talking with each other about all these things that had happened. While they were talking and discussing, Jesus himself came near and went with them. But their eyes were kept from recognizing him. And he said to them, what are you discussing with each other while you walk along? They stood still, looking sad. Then one of them, whose name was Cleopas, answered him, are you the only stranger in Jerusalem who does not know the things that have taken place there in these days? He asked them, what things? They replied, the things about Jesus of Nazareth, who was a prophet mighty in deed and word before God and all the people, and how our chief priests and leaders handed him over to be condemned to death and crucified him. But we had hoped that he was the one to redeem Israel. Yes, and besides all this, it is now the third day since these things took place. Moreover, some women of our group astounded us. They were at the tomb early this morning, and when they did not find his body there, they came back and told us that they had indeed seen a vision of angels who said that he was alive. Some of those who were with us went to the tomb and found it just as the women had said, but they did not see him. Then he said to them, oh, how foolish you are, and how slow of heart to believe all that the prophets have declared. Was it not necessary that the Messiah should suffer these things and then enter into his glory? Then, beginning with Moses and all the prophets, he interpreted to them the things about himself in all the scriptures. As they came near the village to which they were going, he walked ahead as if he were going on. But they urged him strongly, saying, Stay with us, because it is almost evening, and the day is now nearly over. So he went in to stay with them. When he was at the table with them, he took the bread, blessed it, and broke it, and gave it to them. Then their eyes were opened, and they recognized him, and he vanished from their sight. They said to each other, Were not our hearts burning within us while he was talking to us on the road, while he was opening the scriptures to us? That same hour, they got up and returned to Jerusalem, and they found the eleven and their companions gathered together. They were saying, the Lord has risen indeed, and he has appeared to Simon. Then they told what had happened on the road and how he had been made known to them in the breaking of the bread. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, o Christ. I want you to pay attention to the movement in this scripture today. So they're walking to Emmaus, about seven miles, not actually that long of a walk at the time, but they've been through quite a bit of turmoil in Jerusalem. The, all of the, the coming, Jesus coming to Jerusalem, the activities of, of the passion and the disappointment of the crucifixion and then the emptiness. Now what do we do? So I envision them when they're walking that they're kind of how a lot of us are after Easter. Okay, yeah, I'm happy. Happy Easter. I know I'm not the only one tired or who gets tired 
after Easter. We prepare a lot for the celebration of Easter. We prepare for that which we celebrate in church for the different events. And we prepare for if we have celebrations in our household and we dye eggs and we may decorate and we give cards and we come out of it exhausted. And even if you're not exhausted from Easter, my guess is that there are a fair amount of people here who are exhausted in general. A lot of people coming out of COVID find themselves exhausted. Exhausted from the grief, exhausted from the change, exhausted from who's missing, exhausted from trying to get into a, a rhythm that feels good again, trying to connect with people, even deciding, do I shake your hand or not? It's not that that effort takes a lot. It's the thinking through each moment. What am I doing now? And so we're exhausted. And some of us are exhausted as a church. So they're going along, and yet they're telling the story, because that's also something that we do. When something happens, something either spectacular or dramatic, we, we need to tell our version of it. And sometimes we get so invested in telling our version of it, that's all we focus on, our version of it and our telling of it. So they're walking along telling their version of what happened and then telling it to Jesus and not recognizing him. He hadn't been revealed yet. But their focus was elsewhere until he brought them back to scripture and then eventually brought them back to the breaking of the bread. In my mind, it's kind of like um, in The Matrix, for anybody who watches The Matrix, has watched The Matrix movies, they're kind of old now, well, The Matrix movies, where people live in a world that is actually just a program, a computer program. But once they realize it, some of them can actually see the code falling down because that's how it's, how it's shown in the matrix. Okay, other people have seen matrix? A few people, okay. So the code is coming down and one of them will say, there's a the woman in the red dress. And what Keanu Reeves sees is code and the person who's used to it sees the woman in the red dress. Because it's been revealed to them, they're, now they're no longer their vision is no longer blocked or clouded by this image that's been fed to them or that's been distracting them or that's been their comfort zone. So they're walking along and they're tired and then they arrive at, the, at Emmaus where they're gonna stay and invite Jesus to stay with them, come and stay with us and eat with us. And it talks very much about when he breaks the bread and gives thanks. It's, again, that movement. Their movement is moving towards a mass, and then the movement of the breaking of the bread. And their eyes are open, and now they see. Now they see the woman in the red dress in the matrix. Now they see. It's Jesus. And wait a minute, that stuff that the women said is true? Wait, 
It's true. All that you taught, all that you promised, all that we expected, all that was foretold by the prophets, it's true. And I'm purposely putting a question mark at the end of that. It's true. Yes, it's true. It's true. And then what's the next movement? It says they immediately get up and return to Jerusalem. There's more movement. Get up and turn to Jerusalem. Now, when you are tired, whether it be after Easter or after COVID or after a day's work or after walking seven miles, do you feel like getting up and doing it again? No, because you're tired. I don't know if you heard the London Marathon winner ran it in two hours, one minute. Just happened to hear that on the radio. Two hours, one minute. Pretty incredible. After that, I'm pretty sure, in fact, they said the winner kind of doubled over um, after winning. But in the experience of resurrection, in encountering the resurrected Jesus, there is also a resurrection of these disciples' vitality, of these disciples' energy and readiness to witness. They were defeated walking away. They were broken. They were going over and over because that's what you do. And then when he is revealed, when they encounter the risen Jesus, they are given new life in them. It gets them up and turns them back towards Jerusalem. All of a sudden they can do that. All of a sudden they do have the energy to do that. All of a sudden they want to do that. What, some, I know several people know this, what does it mean to turn around and go in the other direction? Repent. Repent. They repented of that hopelessness. They repented of giving up. They repented of not believing. They repented of not testifying. And they were energized, and they got up, and they turned around, and they went back to Jerusalem. And then found out how Jesus had appeared to Simon, and yes, it's true, it's true, we've seen him, and more comes along. That's that encounter, that's that encounter moment that calls us both to encounter Jesus in, as it says, the scripture and the meal, and to allow God to move us with it, to be resurrected with Christ. Resurrected certainly on the last day, but also revitalized. Revitalized now. Resurrection is a present reality. Resurrection is not just about the end of time. Resurrection is also we're baptized into for now. Resurrection may be what this congregation is called to. Resurrection is the name of the congregation. What is God 
calling us to repent from now? What is God inviting us into now? What does resurrection look like for us here today as individuals, but also as a community? May he be made known to all of us in the scripture and the breaking of the bread. Would you join with me in the Nicene Creed? We believe believe in one God, God, the Father, the Almighty, Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all that is seen and unseen. We believe in one Lord, Jesus Christ, the only Son of God, eternally begotten of the Father, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, of one being with the Father, Through him all things were made. For us and for our salvation, he came down from heaven. By the power of the Holy Spirit, he became incarnate from the Virgin Mary and was made man. For our sake, he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried. On the third day, he rose again, accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. We believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son. With the Father and the Son, he is worshiped and glorified. He has spoken through the prophets. We believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church, We acknowledge one baptism for the forgiveness of sins. We look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. United in the hope and joy of the resurrection, let us pray for the church, the world, and all in need. Ever-present God, you make yourself known in the breaking of the bread and in the bonds of community. Reveal yourself to us in the faces of all we meet. Strengthened by your body and blood, let us boldly live out your good news. Hear us, O God. Your mercy is great. As we know you in the breaking of the bread, we know you in the grains of the field and the flowing waters. Care for the earth you lovingly create. Strengthen those who safeguard threatened land and water. Hear us, O God. Your mercy is great. You are the authority to whom we dedicate our lives. Help us keep the needs of those most vulnerable to the forefront of our community. Move us to care for any who are disregarded or oppressed. Hear us, O God. Your mercy is great. Mothering God, you feed and comfort those who hunger. Open the hearts of those who hoard resources and lead them to to share your abundance. We pray for anyone hungering for your comforting presence this day. Hear us, O God. Your mercy is great. You pour out your love on those who are oppressed. Support and comfort anyone who is marginalized by gender or sexuality and those whose stories are not believed. From this community, to listen faithfully and speak honestly in your ministry together. Hear us, O God. Your mercy is great. 
We remember with thanksgiving all your beloved saints. As you have raised them to eternal life, abide with us in your promise of resurrection. Hear us, O God. Rejoicing in the victory of Christ's resurrection, we lift our prayers and praise to you, Almighty and eternal God, through Jesus Christ, our risen Lord. Amen. This is the part of our service where we lift up our gifts to God. We offer ourselves, our time, and our possessions. Members, of course, are encouraged to give our regular tithes and offerings through an assigned number, and we have regular vehicles for doing that. You're invited to go to our website and use PayPal or one of the other donate buttons that we have on the website. You can make a special offering to the RLC on KINY ministry, which helps keep this on the air, or to the RLC food pantry, or to Juno Live, which helps with community outreach. You're also more than welcome to come by in person or make a food donation. We encourage people also to be involved with the community and appreciate volunteers. All of these things are gathered together in song and prayer. Generous God, in this meal, you offer your very self. We give thanks for these gifts of the earth. In the breaking of this bread, reveal to us the risen one. In the pouring of this wine, pour us out in service to the world. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. Lord, remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Would you join in the mission statement? The, the mission, mission of the Resurrection Lutheran Church is to promote spiritual growth in Christ and service to all people. This will be different than what's in your book. The God of all, who raised Jesus from the dead, bless you by the power of the Holy Spirit to live in the new creation. Amen. has been an abridged worship service of Resurrection Lutheran Church. You are welcome to join us for worship in person on Sunday mornings at 930. We are located at 740 West 10th Street in downtown Juneau. Our phone number is 586-2380. More information about our location, parking lot, 
current COVID policy, and other contact information is available on our website at rlcjuno.org. The website is also the best way to learn about what events are happening with the community outreach ministry, Juno Live. With a vital food pantry, bell choir, quilting group, Bible study, and others, there may be a ministry here just for you. Come and see.